Welcome to the Rainy Leadership Podcast, where we do a deep dive into company culture. Rainy is a car dealership located throughout South Georgia, and we are striving to be the best car company by first being the best care company. And one way that we do that is by meeting every week and talking about company culture. Today, we're going to be diving into the book Culture Rules by Mark Miller. Today's episode is another two-parter with our owner and CEO, Bob Rainey. Let's dive in. All right. Uh, y'all, you know, sometimes when you look at the cameras, you, you think everything's got to, got to sync with the cameras and not with you. Well, I'm going to be just the opposite. I'm going to sync with you and not worry about the cameras. So, do what? Good plan. Oh, okay, good, good plan. You know, I was, I, I'm, I think about the book, uh, Culture Rules, or Culture Wins, or, you know, culture is so important. Do we realize, do we realize that? Uh, I think about way back in the, in the 1960s when, when Daddy first had the, had the car built, and he was just starting off, and we had two or three cars uh, in the yard. I think about that, and I wonder, did he worry about culture? You know, here we are 50, 50 60 years later, and as we talk about culture a lot. I don't know that he ever knew uh, about culture. But the thing about culture is, is when you got it, you got it. Because what to, to me, culture is a training of the soul. The training of the soul is treating people with care, compassion, and concern. He had those three C's down. He knew it. He understood it. That's just who he was. He didn't get a book and say, uh, read about culture and say, okay, I'm going to start doing culture. It's just who he, it's just who he, who he was. And uh, years later, we, we are in a classroom, and, uh, and we talk about culture a lot. How did you play the game this week? Now, Hunter, will you say, well, I didn't play the game this week? No, I'm always playing the game. You're always playing the game. That's what you got to understand. You're always in it. It's your move. It's your move. You're always playing the game of culture. You're always. He understood it, but he didn't know it. He was swimming in the water, and he did a good job. You know, today there's so many books written. <laughs> I talked to Thomas the other day about books, and he said, you know, I mean, and I understand what he meant. He said, listen, you know, these books, leadership, 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 you know, maybe it's time for us to look at another book other than just something, leadership and culture. It is. But you know what? We're going to finish up this book next week. So if y'all have got another book we want to look at, Let's look at another type book. Uh, Bailey gave me a book today I'm going to read, and we'll look, maybe look at going over it in a couple of months. But if y'all got a book, Zach, you, you got a book that, that causes us to think, let's, let's go over it. I talked with Bennett the other day, and, and, and we've talked about this before, but have you ever thought about barnacles? What do you think about barnacles when you think about them? 
very, very, very true. Yeah. Hard to get off. John, do you think about what? Audrey, when you think about Barney, does anything come to your mind? It may not. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay. I don't know that I don't even, I don't even. You're talking about a book. Well, I tell you what, I don't know that I know what, I don't know that I know. Uh, look up Barnacle on a ship. But you know, let me tell you one thing. Let me warn y'all folks of one thing that, that success will do. Success will, uh, barnacles will a, 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 attach themselves to your ship. Okay? So when a business is successful, what will happen if you're not careful? Well, Let's just say barnacles. it. Barnacles will attach itself. And what did Lisa just say a minute ago? They will cut you, and they're hard to get off. They're hard to get off. I just want us to be, be conscious and to beware of that, because it will certainly happen. You know, these barnacles will attach themselves to your department. Exactly right. The question is, are there barnacles in your department? Or the barnacles on your ship. And you have to look hard. You do. Because barnacles are. Yeah. You know, I may just very quickly, you know how I like to go, eh, you know. <laughs> Zach can say, Zach, you got any barnacles in your office over there? Zach might say, no, I don't, because I just got like in that. I'm saying, eh, it ain't right. What, <laughs> what, what about that FedEx thing? Oh, yeah. That was a barnacle. That was a barnacle. A big, that was a big, ugly barnacle. Robbie, we was paying like $7,500 a, a month on FedEx charges that we didn't really realize that that barnacle, that FedEx barnacle had attached itself to our ship. And now we've cut it down to $1,100 a month. That's $6,000 a year uh, a month in savings times 12, $72,000 a year just in FedEx charges. It's a barnacle. You got to look for these barnacles because like Bennett said, when you walk out there and look at your ship, you don't see a barnacle on it because they're beneath the water and you can't see them. If you got barnacles, I don't know. Have barnacles? You have barnacles over there with you? Do you? I could almost imagine with all your crew over there, you could almost, and I don't want to, I mean, you might say, you know what, we have some barnacles and, and they've got some pretty easy to spot. But then you may look out there in the, in the savage yard and you might say, well, you know, it's not quite as evident there. And I'm not saying it's evident in Europe, but the bigger the, the you run a pretty big department. So there's a lot going on over there and barnacles can easily attach themselves to, you, to your ship over there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they are. Audrey, with what you do, I don't know of barnacles, but there may be. They're just not easy, easy to see. Y'all, uh, we talked last week and, 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 and the weeks prior about aspirations. And, and we have certainly and most assuredly know we know what aspirations are. You know, goals that are written on our hearts and in our minds. 
things that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Now, uh, Ben, if you want to put a prettier picture up there, let's get the barnacles. Yeah, yeah, put, 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 put something up there. You know, rule number one was to aspire. And rule number two on page 87, rule number two is to amplify. Now, what are we going, what does amplify mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To increase is good. It, to, to enlarge, uh, to, you know, does a megaphone, does a megaphone amplify? You know, a cheerleader at a ball game has this big, long megaphone and it increases uh, her voice to amplify. So what are we going to amplify? We're going to amplify our aspirations. What are our aspirations? You know, very simply put, try not to make it complicated, Robbie. Our aspirations are to become the greatest car company by being, do you know the rest of it? By being the greatest care, care company. Now, how many opportunities will you have today to care? Now, think about that. I mean, you will be over there with your employees today. You'll have opportunities to care for them. In some type of way, you will. You know, you'll go over to o the OG lot and you'll have opportunities to care. I want you to recognize that, these opportunities every day that we have to care. You might go into a convenience store today to buy you a snack and there'll be a, a clerk there behind the counter. Did you know that you can care about her? You can may not have an opportunity to do it today or tomorrow, but you will have opportunities. You can be in a restaurant. You can care about your server. Just multiple ways to care. Our aspirations is, you know, compassion, concern, and care as we travel through life. You remember in the, I have to be helped, helped on this, but in How to Win Friends and Influence People, it says as you go through the trail of life, you leave what? You remember? You remember what you wrote? You leave little sparks of gratitude. You're, I mean, you're, you're on it, though, but the trail of life, the trail of life, Hunter, you leave little sparks of care, concern, compassion, little sparks. Bennett, you remember when Clark used to barbecue up there at the store on Saturday mornings at five o'clock in the morning and, and, and he'd get through about lunchtime and he'd take that big old grill behind the truck when he first started. He didn't know about them little sparks. <laughs> and on the way home, he set the woods on fire. <laughs> and it wasn't our woods. That's the bad part. <laughs> the little sparks of gratitude can become a great big fire, can't it? Yes. And that's what I want us to do. The little sparks of gratitude, of care, you will have opportunity today. Compassion, you will have an opportunity. Concern, you will have an opportunity. As you travel the road of life, 
we are going to amplify these things. We're going to amplify our aspirations. We're going to, it, that's what this chapter is, is about. Now, Christy, what page are you on? 87. Okay. I want you to read to us what it says under Amplify. Okay, now you read that and and you don't even know what it, what she said. I mean, it's, I mean, it, we don't even you know what I mean, Audrey. I mean, you, it, to ensure the culture aspirations reinforce potentially. We don't even really know what that what it's trying to tell us. I mean, right. I, I, I mean, so so I'm telling you all, this is the key right here. If we don't get this, there's no need for us to go to page 88 or 89. If we don't get this right here, I just want to, I know how I want it done. I just want you to, you know, we're going to write the word. What's the very first word, Christy? Ensure. We're going to ensure. Write ensure. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Okay. I'm glad you spelled it like that instead of I-N-S-U-R-E. I thought that's what you were going to do. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We are going to amplify our aspirations. We're going to shout our compassion and care and concern. We're going to amplify it. And so it tells us to ensure. Well, Hunter, what does ensure mean? Well, I know, you know, listen. We don't, we don't, listen, I, you know, we say the word, but, but I reckon since Christy read it, she knows what insure means. I mean, hey, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. I didn't thought about that, but don't write that down though. Make sure, make sure we're going to ensure that we're going to amplify our aspirations. We got to ensure that we do that. What'd you say? Make, yeah, put, hey, I yeah, I looked it up, y'all. Make certain, this is what I want to, make certain that something happens. We are going to ensure, and what are we going to ensure, Audrey? That we're going to amplify our aspirations. Yeah, so what we're going to ensure? We're going to ensure, we're going to make certain that something shall occur. We're going to make certain that something shall occur. Okay. We're going to ensure this. We're going to make certain. If you're going to be in this group of leaders and you're going to make certain that we ensure our cultural aspirations, we're going to amplify these things. We're going to do it. All right. We're going to ensure the cultural, cultural, write down cultural. What does the word the mean? I was going to look that up. Ensure the, what is, what is, what's the purpose of the? Does the have a definition? I don't know. Denoting one or more people or things already mentioned or assumed to be common knowledge. The? The. 
<laughs> I didn't know it meant so much. Here's a, probably a better one. For okay. You. Use to point forward to a following, qualifying, or That's it, right there. Now, read that again. It is used to point forward to a following, qualifying, or Okay. Law. All right. Just put, just put the right there. Because we got to use the here, okay? We don't want to leave. I think the is important. And the means whatever he just said. Don't remember exactly what he said, but it points toward. Is it points toward? That's that's pretty simple. Ensure the cultural. It, It points toward something. It's pointing toward cultural. Now, we're going to ensure the cultural. Now, who in the heck wants to try to get a cultural? Whew. John, you don't look like you don't want to do it, so I won't call on you. Water we swim in. <laughs> hey, I, I, that, that is pretty simple for us, us country folks right there. It is the water that we swim in, and we got to recognize the, the life-giving qualities that, that it does give us. It gives our business life and energy. Cultural. All right, I'm going to try, Lisa, to, because I, again, I looked, looked it up. And uh, remember now, John Tehran defines culture as training of the, soul. of the soul and not the mind. It's something that you do deep within you because it's just who you are. Training of the soul. Cultural. We're going to amplify our aspirations. We're going to ensure the cultural. Now, I, I, this is going to be a little, little deep here. I mean, it was deep for me. Cultural here. Again, I looked it up. It's relating to a particular society or business. Relating to a particular business. Now, we're in the car business. And it's rainy used cars. So we are relating to a particular society, rainy used cars, and its ideas and customs. We are relating to rainy used cars and its particular ideas and customs. Our particular ideas and customs is the care that we show in everything we do. It is a deep sense of personal honor, to which was part of a cultural heritage. It's a deep personal sense of honor. You know, I, 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 I've dealt with most of you in the room here to some, some degree. Cultural, we've got to ensure the cultural Remember now, cultural relating to a particular society, which is rainy used cars, and its ideas and customs. Now, what are ideas and customs? It's care, compassion, and concern. Now, I want to compliment somebody in the room, and I could compliment everybody, but I don't have I don't have time to do do this. I I have never asked Robbie to do something for me that. I didn't get a sense that he didn't do it without personal, deep 
honor for the sake of the company. He never said, that ain't my responsibility. Have I ever asked you to do something that wasn't your responsibility? Most certainly I have. Yes. But he's never not done anything and he's done it with a deep personal sense of honor. And if we can all be like that, the synergy that that creates. And I wish I had time to talk about synergy more, but that is the kind of the multiplication. Boy, when we get on the same page and we're working together, that's synergy. But if you ain't careful, all you'll do is addition. You know, what did you do today? What did you do today? What, and we just add it up. And that's addition. Well, listen, you can get a heck of a lot more done if you do things with a per deep personal sense of honor. That's the cultural aspirations. You've got to know what they are. We've got to ensure, make certain that something shall occur, cultural. Just put a deep personal sense of, uh, deep personal sense of honor. That's not exactly what, it, what, that, what that means, but, but, but we've got to make certain that we do this with a deep personal sense of honor. We got to ensure the cultural aspiration is. Now, Bailey, what does is mean? You can look that up. Is reinforced. Ensure the cultural. No, aspiration. Aspiration. Well, we got to hurry along here. All right, y'all. Let me tell you, if we don't get nothing from this chapter, we're going to learn what this little statement means. Okay. You might say, well, that ain't very interesting. Well, bear with me. We're going to learn what it means. Ensure the cultural aspiration is. What is is? A form of the present tense to be. So, to be. To be. So, are you telling me that you might could read that and ensure the cultural aspiration is to be? Is to be. Okay. Re, uh, aspiration. We've got to get aspiration. Definition of aspiration. Now, now we've talked about that so much, we're not going to get bogged down in that. We're not going to get into the, into the quicksand here and get bogged down. Just put simply goals. Aspirations, goals, a hope, an ambition of achieving something. The aspirations. Ensure the cultural aspiration is to, to be. Just put, put is out to the side like you did the. Below, below, just like you did the, yeah, yeah. Uh, aspiration is, just put it right there. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, right there. Is reinforced. Reinforced. All right, a key word here. Now, reinforced. Write down. All right, yeah, reinforced, okay. All right, now, y'all, this is important now. We're going to ensure the cultural, cultural aspiration. We're going, you understand this, Jeremy, now? We're going to ensure, we're going to make certain that our cultural, the deep personal sense of honor, we're going to reach these goals. You got to make sure all these things is reinforced. 
I mean, when you think of the word reinforced, you, you can just let that word just go right over your head. I mean, when you read this stuff, y'all, because I, I know how it is to read. Do you, how, I don't matter. Listen, we ain't done this book exactly right. I understand it. We ain't told you what page, what, you know, what, we ain't done nothing, nothing like that. But how long would you normally spend on a page like this, Bailey? Two seconds, that's right. And we're on to the next page because you know where we want to get to? We want to get to the last page. And we don't spend much time on this. We can't skip this page. Reinforced. We're going to ensure our cultural aspiration is reinforced. Now, you think about reinforced, Ben. What do you think about? Anybody? Reinforced. Supported. Supported. Reinforced. Reinforced. Let me tell you what you can do. You can, I, we, I could put a form out here and lay four inches of concrete right out here, you could jump on it, you could stand on it, you could do dance on it, you could do whatever you want to on that four inches of con concrete. But let me tell you what I could do. I could take a sledgehammer, and if it wasn't too big, it wouldn't take me too long, would it, Bennett, to hit that concrete, and I could break it up into little chunks, and I could haul it out of here. Now, why could I do that? to that concrete that you can stand on, jump on, dance on, you know, why could I do that? It has not been. I'm going to tell you what you do. You take that same form, the same concrete, and you get you some rebar, and you lay you about six or seven strips of rebar across that. You know what rebar is? Iron, about big as your thumb, you know, lay it across there. And let me tell you what you can do. You can take a hammer and you can crack the concrete, but you ain't going to move that concrete without a piece of equipment at, at this. It's reinforced. Have you reinforced our cultural aspirations to ensure that we get this right? Have you reinforced it? You say, well, you know what? I ain't enforced it or reinforced it. I ain't done nothing this way. Yes, you have. Don't say you ain't done nothing. If you haven't done nothing, then you have taken the rebar out of what strengthens us. It's you that's got the opportunity to put the rebar into the concrete to reinforce it. We have got to ensure our cultural aspiration is reinforced. Reinforced, what's the next word? Continuous. Now, me and Hunter know what continuously means, don't we? I mean, it's to keep on keeping on. It's continuously. Robbie, you lay that rebar in the concrete. You ain't got to keep on putting the rebar in the concrete, do you? You ain't got to do it because it's already in there. You can't keep on. But with our cultural aspirations, you know what you got to do every day? You got to reinforce it. And how are you going to reinforce it? You know, we're not going to put rebar in it, but we're going to think about our cultural aspirations, our goals, our compassion, our Compassion, our concern, and our care. We're going to think about those things with everybody we come in contact with. Everybody. Care, compassion, and concern. Now, rule number two is to amplify, is to shout out, is to increase our cultural aspirations. We're going to, I'm, well, I'll tell you what, reinforce is to strengthen or support. Strengthen or support. That, that's, that's good. And just put uh, continuously. And that's without interruption. Okay, continuously without interruption. That's very important for us to 
look at. Turn over to page. Uh, without, uh, you, don't know how, you don't know how to spell it. I, I tell you what. I tell you what. Let's just let him try. Let's, let's see our, our count spell continuously. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have the same problem. All right. Y'all go to page 98 while he's struggling with continuously. <laughs> Maybe he'll be through with it. Yeah, it's the, without interruption. Continuously, without interruption. Okay, on page 98, halfway down, uh, it says, in organizations around the world, it says, many people are inundated. Is that how you say that? Inundated? In, inundated. And that's flooded or overwhelmed. Many people are overwhelmed by the demands of their lives and jobs. Listen, let me ask you this. Do sometimes you get overwhelmed by the request of things from the recycling yard? There's times that that happens. Audrey, are you overwhelmed at times with all? The, certainly it happens. Robbie, all the things we ask you to do, detailing cars and hauling cars. And, and do you get overwhelmed at times? Surely we just get overwhelmed at we, John over there at the service department. How easy is it to be overwhelmed at nine o'clock in the morning? You know, it's very, very easy. You know, many people, we're, we're, we are flooded with the demands of our, of our jobs and, and our lives. The contributing factors vary from person to person. My thing that weighs me down may not weigh you down. Things are different. Uh, but some of the common things we always deal with are busyness. Busyness. You know, we're really busy. Complexity. Sometimes things get, oh, I just can't handle this. You know, my business years ago, Tyler, in Broadwood, all I had to do was just kind of look out the window and I could get a good pulse reading of how the company was doing just by simply looking out the window. I can see all my cars. I can see all my repos. By looking out one window. Can you do it now? No, you can't. It's gotten complex, busy, distractions, success, failures, fatigue, fear, uncertainty. You know, this is just what they call toxic quicksand. You know, uh, apparently Mike didn't know he was having a book club meeting this morning. Because he'd have been, been here. Because Mike's probably the only one that can remember this. Uh, year Tarzan, the old black and white Tarzan movie. Uh, I, I mean, I watched the real Tarzan. Y'all watched the the make make believe Tarzan. The Tarzan that was really a Tarzan that I. It, it was in black and white TV, and he was. He, I don't know where he, he lived in the jungle somewhere, because I saw it on TV. His wife was named Jane. 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 And she was real. Now, the ones that y'all saw on TV in color, it wasn't real. The one I saw was real. And he had a little boy named... His name was Boy. <laughs> that was his name. Boy. And he had a monkey named Cheetah. I believe. But anyway, all this was real. It was real as I watched it on TV. And you know, one of the greatest fears that I had, you know, that monkey, everybody wanted a monkey. All the little boys in my neighborhood wanted a monkey. One with three boys. One of them got a monkey. 
got one of them old squirrel monkeys. It was mean as anything you ever saw in your life. I thought it was going to be a sweet monkey like on Tarzan that would want to hug your neck and jump in, you know. But all this monkey was, oh, you stick your finger in that cage, you wouldn't have a fingernail because he was going to get it. And they finally let him out of the cage. And the last time us three boys saw that squirrel, he was running down a power line. And we don't know where he ended up at. That squirrel got, I don't know if he got cooked or got gone. But we never saw that squirrel again. But, you know, I mean, we all loved, we all loved the monkeys. We all wanted one. Uh, but one thing out in, the, out in the jungle, you had to be really, really careful was, you know what it was? It was quicksand. Oh, my, at, I was, you know, as a little boy watching TV, you'd get terrified because you thought it was real. You did. And then we, behind, you know, I was just a little boy. Behind our house, you know what we had? We had a jungle. Oh, I mean, we did. I'd go down in the jungle. You know, there wasn't Tarzan or Jane or Boy or Cheetah. I mean, they just wasn't there swinging from the tree. They just wasn't there. But you know what I thought was there? Quicksand. I'm going to tell you, that little creek that runs through the property, man, you better not, I better not see no muddy spot because I would have, sw- you, you ever seen them in quicksand? You know, y'all probably never seen them. Now get in that quicksand and the more you move around, the faster you go, go down. Oh my gosh, I can just imagine myself getting in quicksand. It was, it, was, it was terrifying. You know, but, but in, the, in this business of day-to-day things that we do, sometimes we get, we get into quicksand. We just get stuck. We get stuck. We can't go this way. We can't go that way. We can't go far. We can't go. We just can't do nothing. We just get, we, we are just caught up in our business, busyness, the complexity of the business, distractions, success, failures. We just get caught up in the toxic quicksand. And uh, I guarantee you in this organization, there are people that are in this uh, quicksand. And if we don't, if we don't get out of quicksand, help others get out of quicksand, you know, there is no joy in our work. Who wants to be stuck in quicksand? Do you? No, you want to get up and have a good time. You got, we got to help ourselves, help others. We'll find no joy in our work. We won't be productive. Our influence will be diminished. And our chances of building a high-performance customer will be dismet, dis, diminished. Listen, Going to skip a little bit because I'm going to give Bailey about six or seven minutes here just to conclude the class with some thoughts that he may have. On page 100, uh, it says, if you're a senior leader, that second paragraph there, you cannot delegate your responsibility for the culture. You know, you can't expect your people out there to do it, Rob. You can't expect your people to create this high performance because you, you can't expect them to do it for you. You can, you can be leaders, create this high performance culture. If you're a senior leader, you can't delegate your responsibility for the culture to somebody else, but you can't do it all alone. You got to share the aspiration over and over again. How many times over the past few weeks have, have I shared the aspiration of, of our goals? It's week after week to the point maybe we're growing weary of hearing about aspirations. Do it. You, you share your aspirations over and over again in countless situations. 
uh, in order to break through the noise of the world and begin to embed your message in the hearts of your people. Listen, let me tell you one thing I hope, Tyler. I hope that when we get through this book next week, that the message of this book, that culture wins, will be embedded in your heart, your soul, and your mind. A message not heard consistently will uh, be a message without impact. More of leadership is caught rather than taught. More of leadership is caught. Your people, you can tell them, tell them, tell them. But if they can just see you do it, you remember that. We all need to remember that. If they see you do it, it's easier for them to do it. More of leadership is caught than taught. And people need to see leadership much more than they need to study it. We need to study, study, study. But you know what you need to do? People need to see leadership rather than sitting around this table here studying. Even though we do need to study it, they need to see it. Uh, on page 101, and I'm going to conclude and give it to Bailey, leaders can say all the right things, and many do but they still can fail miserably in creating the culture they say they want. Often the primary, primary stumbling block is the leader. People always watch the leader. If you and I want to amplify our aspiration, that's certainly what we want to do. If we want to amplify our aspiration, the most powerful thing we can do is to be a living, breathing example of the preferred future that we hope to create. And I will end there. We need to be a breathing example of the preferred future that we hope to create. The problem is that some of us don't know our preferred future that we're trying to create. We hope as you listen to this podcast, it'll motivate and challenge your team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Rainy Leadership Podcast.